Remember, if you pray, you are well prepared. If you forgot to pray, you better watch out. And if you don't pray, good luck. Ain't that right? He ain't lying. <laughs>
they begin they begin a journey of the hundred miles and for the next 22 days that old man who regained his eyesight led the other 50 blind people to the hospital so that they could also receive the medical need in order for them to also regain their eyesight so the moral of the story is if you've seen the light don't leave your friends behind in the darkness and that is the concept of holding the rope so how can we hold the rope so the first concept of holding the rope is through strategic relationship and positioning so to explain this concept I'm gonna tell a story in the Bible in the book of Mark chapter 2 there's a story told there where Jesus went and was speaking and he got to a place and he went into this house and there was a lot of people and so there was a man who was paralyzed and that man who was paralyzed wanted to get close to Jesus so that Jesus could heal him but because of the crowd because of the large amount of people he could not get there and so the paralytic man had four other friends and his four other friends tried to get him through the crowd but they couldn't so what these four friends did was they got onto the roof of where Jesus was speaking in this place they dug a hole into the roof and then they lowered their friend their paralytic man down on the rope in front of Jesus and when Jesus saw the paralytic man when he saw the faith of his friend Jesus healed the paralytic man and so as in the story of the paralytic man and also in the story of the older man who led 50 other people to go see the light it is important for us to build good relationship in all areas of our life with people with friends who want the best for us the people who want the best for us will go out of their way to help us and we have to know that and also in return we also have to we also must have the desire to want the best for those that we care about because if we want the best for them then we'll be able to also help them in the proper way by strategically building good relationship and positioning in our life we'll be able to have better outcome basically and as we build good relationship you know socially professionally whatever area it is everywhere we go our rope gets longer and it gets stronger and also the part of positioning um, it is so that we can also in return be able to help others so as we're building strategic relationships as we're building good a good environment by uh, being around the people who want the best for us in return we're also positioning ourselves to help them and so we must be able to position ourselves so we can also help others uh, and that's how we build good relationship in all areas of our life now the second key to holding the rope is by properly navigating misunderstanding everywhere we are everywhere we find ourselves there's always going to be some form of misunderstanding whether it is in our personal life in our professional life in our career even with people and friends there's always going to be misunderstanding and how do we hold the rope is by properly navigating through those misunderstanding and but in the concept of holding the rope a misunderstanding is basically a knot 
that forms on the rope that we're trying to hold. And in this context that I'm talking about, I'm talking about it could be your journey towards healing, it could be your journey towards redemption or sal and or salvation. Uh, we must be able to properly navigate to misunderstanding. Sometimes we get to a point where people don't understand us, people don't want to understand us, but we have to learn how to properly navigate through that so that we come out on the other side uh, knowledgeable and uh, with insight in order to move better and to become better people. And so how do we untie the, these knots of misunderstanding? And the way we do that is by spending time to learn why we are being misunderstood uh, in order to gain insight about why we're being understood, in order to gain insight about our personal life as well, and also in order to gain insight about how other people view us. Um, when we spend time trying to learn the misunderstanding that is happening in our life, then we gain insight, and that insight gives us a better uh, perspective about why we are, where we are, and how people can interact with us. And ultimately, it's just so that we can become better people. One example of a man who properly navigated misunderstanding is Jesus. When we read the story of Jesus Christ in the Bible, we learn about how he spent his time. And he not only spent his time with good people, but he also spent a bulk of his time with bad people. You know, these people were considered crooked tax collectors, uh, people were considered as the outcasts of society. Jesus also spent his time with them so that he could understand them and so that they could understand him in order to be able to properly navigate through misunderstanding that could arise. And so spending time with the people uh, that are not able to understand us will give us insight in order for us to be able to explain ourselves and also so that we can also learn something from them. You know, with every person that we speak, we need to know that that person knows something that we don't know. And in order for us to find out what we don't know, we have to speak with them, we have to spend time with them, and to be able to learn so that we can properly navigate through understanding. And that also gives us the opportunity to express our understanding. The third key of holding the rope is through love and acceptance. If you want to make a difference in people's life, we must be able to love and accept them. Um, if you truly love, then you will willfully accept those that you love. Uh, whether it is that if we want to build a good circle of people or get others close to God, it is vital, it's very important um, that we lead with love and acceptance because that is the right foundation to properly extend the rope, basically extend ourselves to other people who are in need and vice versa. Um, and here, love is valued through time and acceptance is valued through communication. When we love, we give our time. And when we accept, we want to communicate. So love and acceptance will produce the fruits of unity, the fruits of service, the fruits of sacrifice, in order for us to continue to help each other to grow in whatever journey it is of extending our rope or holding our rope uh, to someone who's in need. The fourth key of holding the rope is by sharing your testimony. This is basically sharing your story. We all have a story to tell. All of us have a story that is unique, that is powerful. 
and we cannot be terrified of the thought of sharing our story, of sharing the good news of the gospel with others, of sharing the lessons that we have learned. And this is also an example of what I'm doing here. Part of why I'm speaking here is to share the stories that I'm learning, to share my growth so that I can hold my end of the rope to you. And we we and as we share our story we must be able to communicate we must be able to speak the truth um, an example of this back again to Christ Jesus Christ was a teacher he was also someone who spoke the truth and he shared the story of the kingdom of God and so we must be able to share our story it is only by sharing our story that we begin to stop wishing for luck and we begin to depend on the grace of God as we, as we positively impact the life of others because our story has the power to impact others positively. And so when we share our story, we start to depend on the grace of God so that God can actually use our story to change others. Now the fifth and last but not the least key of holding the rope is through prayer. And why prayer? Well, I'm a believer, and as Christian, prayer is a very important thing that we need to do as believers. And to explain why prayer, I'm going to tell another story. So, here we go. There was a pastor of a church, and on a one Sunday, this pastor decided to call in sick um, so that he would miss the Sunday service so that he could go hunt for a bear in the woods so Sunday came this pastor called in sick he went into the woods took his gun to go hunt for a bear so he was sitting there typical Sunday that Sunday waiting for a bear and after hours over five six hours there was no signs of any bear anywhere so the pastor got tired and decided to leave and to go home so as he was leaving he heard some noise he decided to go check out what the noise was and there it was, there was a bear looking at him. And then the bear saw him, and he saw the bear, and the bear charged at him. And the bear started to attack him, and the pastor got scared and took off running. And as he was running, he fell down, lost his gun. He got up, kept running, but as you know, the bear was able to outrun the pastor. And then as the pastor was running again, he fell down another time. So. As he fell down, he turned around to look how far was the bear uh, from him. And as he turned around, the bear was right there next to him. And so what happened there, as the bear was standing in front of him and the pastor was looking at the bear, the pastor decided to say a prayer. And so this was the pastor's prayer. He said, Lord, please make this bear Christian so that he won't eat me. And then... As the pastor said his prayer, God heard his prayer, God, the bear also said his own prayer. The bear said, God bless this pastor that I'm about to eat. And so, moral of the story is, is that prayer should not be your last resort. As you saw in this story, this pastor, instead of going to church on, you know, on Sunday to go pray, and then maybe, you know, the coordinate his time so that he could go hunt for the bear, he decided to skip the prayer time and so that he could go do, you know, hunt for the, this bear and then 
as you know, last minute, last resort, he decided to pray. And so prayer should not be your last resort, but instead prayer should be the first thing that you do. Uh, and the same thing also in the first story that I told in the beginning about the old blind man. That man was praying every night. He did not wait the day before the missionary came to his village so that he could begin to pray. But he was praying already every night and God answered his prayer. And same as we also read through the Bible, throughout the Bible, Jesus was also a man of prayer. So how we hold the rope is through prayer. When we pray, we are preparing ourselves well to face life. And when we pray, it's also an opportunity for us to communicate to God so that God can actually come and interfere in our matters and then to help us with whatever we have going on. So, remember, if you pray, you are well prepared. If you forgot to pray, you better watch out. And if you don't pray, good luck. So, that's it for the story of today. Uh, subscribe to the channel, uh, comment, share this to add value to someone's life. Now, quickly before you go, if you're interested in learning more about how to hold the rope in your life, I encourage you all to get this book that I just read and finished titled Hold the Rope by Jeff Neal and Sean Kills. This is the book here. And I, I promise you, if you read this book, it's going to add value to your life. So that's it for the story time of today. I'll see you next time.